What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Did you guys like our remix? Yeah, that was a little Monster Mash remix. A little Monster Mash, a little vampire mm. action. I think it was a graveyard smash. How about you? Absolutely. Oh, man. Tis the season. Tis it's the, the most season. wonderful. Nope, wrong season. Oh. Well, I think the fall is the most wonderful time of the year. I love the fall. We've had some lovely days, oh. followed by some horrible days, oh. and some lovely days. Oh. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. I think I'm a writer. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you should write that down. That's good. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to just put it in my notes on my um, iPhone. Yeah, fall is my favorite season. I do. I love fall, but it also means that winter is on the horizon. Winter is coming, which seems to be the theme and maybe thesis of this podcast. Well, eventually it's going to be here, and we're going to see how we're doing. Whoa. Yeah. But for it, now, it's still coming. But does tomorrow ever really arrive? Hmm. Oh it's my a paradox, God. Right. You know? You'll never... It'll never be tomorrow when you're in it. It's only a day away. <laughs> Um, so how's it going? Um, okay. I hurt my neck this morning. <gasps> I did too. <laughs> How did you hurt your neck? Oh my God. I literally hurt my neck too. Uh, in bed. Yeah, I was. But not in the fun no, way. No, I was turning off my alarm clock. I had like a great night's sleep and then I was like, oh, it's time to. Ooh, wow. And that... then boom. My body's like, <laughs> no bitch, you're old. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that old. It's like, yes, you are. Mine was pretty similar. I was sitting watching a YouTube video and I just turned my neck. And I'm like, you know what we should do? Probably go back to Taiji body work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of going today, honestly, to we get might. a little, little Ooh, tune up on my neck. $45, 75 minutes. Oh. Yeah, it, um, I think it has to do with the, the weather changing. Yeah. It's, it's cold now. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. my body's like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but it's amazing. It's truly the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. Halloween is Halloween approaching. Halloween is here. Oh my god. Well, you're whoever's listening is listening to this on Halloween. That's <laughs> Today's, right. Um, spoiler alert: We don't record the day that we release this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but, but like, um, you it's know, not we tape live. this. It's not live. We tape this ahead of time. We tape it. We have a, a just um, a tape recorder. Yeah. So um, Very low everybody budge. in the live audience, I want you guys all. You know, today is Tuesday, right? <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday. Halloween. Halloween. Um, are, are you, you dre dressing up? <gasps> jinx. Oh, no, you can talk after you jinx. Okay, thank God. That would have been a horrible podcast. Um, I am not, I don't know. Somebody asked me this already and I, I don't have a costume picked out. I, I do have a costume idea, but I don't have the things I need to execute it. Ooh, like a gun? No. A microphone. Oh. And leopard print outfit. Oh. Can you guess who that is? Um, you're going to be a slutty Jane Goodall? <laughs> she studied monkeys. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
But she, she loves animal print. Right. She famously skins them and wears the animals that she cared for. Oh, your Cruella... No. No. Wait. No, no those puppies. Yeah. No, the person that I... The person that I'm being was... Donald Trump Jr. Arguably is a star um, of our generation. Lady Gaga? No. Our earlier generation. She wears leopard print? Yes. Like the Cheetah oh, Girls? Cheetah Girls? Ravenswell? No, no. Is that Ravenswell? No. Uh, She's a, I would say the first crossover artist. Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> no. I mean, country pop crossover. Ew, if you're Taylor Swift, I'm going to smack that passion right off of you. The first the crossover. First. The first of our generation? Yes. First country pop crossover, baby. Uh, oh my God. No, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's okay. not Reba. It's no, a young person. Not anymore. Oh, she's not young anymore. Carrie Underwood? No. Carrie Underwood's our age. I know. This is very confusing. Give when, me another clue. Okay. Um, I'm going out tonight. Mimi from Rent. No, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't know. Who? Shania Twain, oh, motherfucker. Oh, Shania. I saw her this year in concert, and oh. it was euphoric. <laughs> oh, is her voice back? Yes. Did you, did you, dear listeners, wa- watch the Oprah Winfrey Network mini special about Shania Twain's dysphonia? I haven't seen it, but I know of what it, like it, we, it I is need to watch it. so phenomenal. You know what happened? Her, yes, but please tell the viewers, her, listeners. She couldn't sing for like a decade because her husband yep. left her mm-hmm. for her best friend, was cheating on her with her best friend, and they he left her and married her. Yep. And she, Shania, couldn't sing. She lost her voice. It was all mental. For years. Yep. And so Oprah Winfrey, same thing with Lindsay, put a tab in that, oh, decided please. we're going to follow you to get to the bottom of this to help you with the intention of helping. We're going to help you. Oprah? But Shania, you cannot help somebody if, if they, they don't, don't want, want it. Help. And Shania, it was just hours of therapy sessions where Shania was just in total denial that she was emotionally traumatized by that situation and the therapist was like you need to get over this if you ever want to sing again holy shit yeah well i'm here to tell you she got over it she sounded great she looked great top to bottom the concert was a delight she sang her old favorites she sang some new stuff not so good but like decent new stuff yeah she has a whole new album honey oh my god it's not great but her entire set was leopard print and all of her outfits were leopard print. Like she has carried that trend on through the decades. You know what? I guess I did. I would never have in a hundred years put that together. That Shania Twain and leopard print. Really? Yeah. That is, it's her like in, um, uh, one of the fuck, one of her music videos, she's all leopard print. And then she just has always, yeah, she does a lot of leopard print. Mm. So she is a fierce, fierce queen. I love her, um, but I don't have enough. I only have like a tank top that's leopard print, and I've been trying to find a leopard print cape or a leopard print hoodie, and those are not easily available to me. This is going to be really fun, but um, no offense, which is what you say before you say something maybe offensive, but oh, you're going to have to explain that to everybody you meet on Halloween. I'm going to say to you this. Never have I had a costume that I haven't had to explain to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what were your other ones? Okay, ready? They're all wordplay. Ooh, I <clears> love <throat> wordplay. I know you do. Okay, Kitty Purry. Katy Perry has a cat named Kitty Purry. Okay, mm-hmm. I dressed up as Katy Perry. I made a candy bra. It was the best thing I've ever done. And then I put on cat ears. And, I remember it vividly. Yeah. Cat ears and um, whiskers. And people are like, oh my God, you're Katy Perry. And I was like, no, I'm Kitty Perry. And they're like, I don't get it. I was like, she has it. I just I had to explain it. That was one. Um, I should have just been Katy Perry. But I wanted to be like a little bit more, you know, inventive. And then um, I was Lord of the Flies. So like <laughs> the singer Lord. And then I had flies on like, me. And then a conch shell. Diamond in the flesh. Yeah. Of the flies. Of the flies. I think one person got it without me explaining it. That is so phenomenal. <laughs> that is so phenomenal. That is so niche. It's so niche. It is so wordplay. I've never read the book. <laughs> I was just like, Lord of the flies. Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I just like wanted something funny. I'm obsessed with that. Thank you. It was worth it for the one person. And I really appreciate your enthusiasm. And my next one was, so I had a blue wig from Katy Perry. <gasps> Oh, delivery. Someone's here. Hang on, be right back. Okay, and Oh, I got a package. Back. We're back. Matt got a package. Where's my headphones? On my oh, yeah. Um sorry, we were just interrupted by a delivery. And do you want to tell us what um, it was? Mail tear, mail tear. Uh yeah, so my birthday was a couple weeks ago and it looks like it's from my little sister. I wish you happy birthday, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I don't know. I just got really scared that I didn't. I'm not like a birthday... I mean, I don't... You didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I don't... <gasps> okay. So I have a package here for my little sister who lives in Seattle. Hi, Emily. I'm opening it up. Nice brown UPS bag. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, it. Wait, can I guess? Sure. What it, is that? It look, it's a colorful felt ball. Oh, I think it's a pin cushion. Nope. Do you sew? Nope. <laughs> But I know what it is. What is it? It's a dryer ball. (laughs) (laughs) Emily, thank you. I'm actually very. (laughs) Matt, you're screaming. You're screaming. I'm actually very, very excited about this. This is exciting. Now, what do you do with that? You put it in the dryer. Okay. And it gets rid of static. (gasps) Cool. And it looks like natural. Hi, Matt. Sorry you have to put up with my shitty gift. At least the other gift won't make you say you. You. Oh my god, I see what you did there. Oh, E-W-E because it's, it's, a, made, out it's of... made of wool. Wool? Oh, wow, okay. this whole family is into wordplay. Oh my god. What? What is that? <gasps> what is it? This is a cup Ew. full of actual feces. No. So, my Why? little sister works at the Seattle Zoo. Okay. She's a penguin. <laughs> She's a penguin keeper. Oh my god, she... that's my... I dream job. I didn't even know that I wanted to have that job, but I, that's my dream job. She works at the Seattle Zoo, and oh she God. has sent me from the Woodland Park Zoo in Seattle a cup called Zoodoo. Great for seeds and indoor plants. <gasps> Mix one part worm dew with five parts <laughs> potting soil. Oh, it's like a fertilizer. Woodland Park Zoodoo is a rich, sweet-smelling compost made from manure and bedding materials, mm. straw and sawdust. From the zoo's, I can't pronounce that word. Manure and bedding material. which I think that means they, they eat, eat plants, plants. Animals. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Emily, vegetarian. Thank you. Poop. I get it. It literally is a shitty gift. 
So who? How many? How many people get cups of poop from their sisters? I am so lucky. That's what a what a dreamboat. I have to say, I'm currently watching American Vandal season two on Netflix, and um, it's all about poop. So this feels like very appropriate for my life right now. Apropoo. Apropoopy it. Um, this is great. Oh my god, Emily, I'm so excited. I can't wait to put it in my potted plants. Matt does okay. have potted plants. So now that we're back. Now we're back. Um, what, what, uh, I'm glad it wasn't a pipe bomb. I thought it could have been. I am a, tr- I am not a Trump supporter. Don't say it too loud. They know our location. Um, um, okay. Yes. Um, so what were we talking about? Oh, I was Ooh, revealing my death, last. Imminent death. No, I was revealing my, my last costume. My word play costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I had a blue Katy Perry wig I that I had used once, and I was like, I gotta use this again. And then I had a blue satin romper, and I had blue tights and blue shoes. And I was like, I guess I'm just gonna be all blue. And then when people asked me, what are you? And I was like, oh, I had a really great costume idea, but then I blew it. And I would get two, one of two responses, be like, oh, that's okay. Like, you'll do it better next year. Or people would, like, laugh and appreciate it because they were the smart ones. Wow. So. Oh, my God. That's, like, social Darwinism at its finest. <laughs> You're like, the ones who... The ones who get it really got it. Really they loved got it. it, and you're like, and those are the ones who I I want to take home later. Yeah, who I would spend any more time with. If you don't get this punny gift, Mm-mm. you don't get Me. my punny gift. Yes. Anyway. Wow, I appreciate that. I thought you would. You're you're my target audience. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love a pun. <laughs> Um, That's hilarious. Okay, do you have any good Halloween costumes? Um, Yeah. Well, it's funny. We have sort of parallel themes here. I also was a celebrity's pet for Halloween Oh, my God. I was um, Glitzy Boo Boo, Honey Boo Boo's pet pig. Oh, my God. Um, Her gay pig. Do you have um, pictures of this? Uh, I might, yeah. Okay. I did it. We have to post all of this stuff. Yeah. It's so good. We'll post it. It was right around... It was like a day before Hurricane Sandy. Remember that? Yes, I do remember Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, so like Halloween was like right before Hurricane Sandy. So I, I, I don't know if, I mean, it might have, a lot of the photographs might have been washed lost away. Lost in the storm. Yeah, lost in the storm. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, I was Glitzy Boo Boo. I was her gay pig because um, as Honey Boo Boo once said, ain't nothing wrong with being gay. Everybody's a little bit gay. Ugh, she is a prophet. I think so profound. Mm-hmm. Um, What's she doing now? Do we know? Uh, Have you crystal meth? Oh, that's so sad. she, so that, that was pretty good. Oh, and I went to this, um, I was like, Oh God, how am I going to be a gay pig? I was like, well, I just, let me try to like, go get like a get like a gay t-shirt, like a rainbow themed t-shirt. Um, and so I went to this gay, store in Greenwich Village called Triangles, thinking mm-hmm. that they would have like a rainbow pride flag t-shirt. Yeah. Um, but I found a black tank top with, uh, just the word pig on it. It's perfect. It was like, God. They knew. Looked down upon me and said, here. You will be a gay pig this Halloween. Take this. So, um, yeah, I went to the, uh, I went and tried it on in the fitting rooms and, um. As you do at a store. Strangely, there was like an, 
a curtain through on through it on the other side and there was like a man sitting there on like some sort of laptop um <laughs> i don't know what he was doing but i put it on and it fit perfectly and i was like oh my god i can't believe it says pig and like it's so perfect and i showed him i'm like does this fit and he was like i don't know it looked like he was like filing his nails or something under the desk it was weird but um this he is said it looked great, and then, uh, story. and then, yeah, I went and uh, I purchased it, and um, I got a lot of attention that night. Wow, is that was that the only part of the costume you just wore a tank top that said pig on it? You had no oh, other yeah. I, accessories. I fully Winnie the Pooh it. <laughs> no pantsless. Um, yeah, a lot of attention. It was really fun. Um, so the other costume that I was. Uh, was also a pun, sort yes, of. Yes, thank God. It was Oprah Winfrey's favorite alcoholic beverage, the Moscow Mule. And oh my, uh, my friend Andrew Chappelle and I, hey Andrew. Hey Andrew. Dressed up as uh, Russian, in like this traditional Russian garb. <gasps> that, and uh, I made these donkey ears and we put them on. And then we had Moscow Mule cups. And then I made little stickers of like Oprah's book club logo that you put on the front of covers but it said oprah's booze club oh my layers layers so many layers um i love that yeah but nobody nobody got it i feel like moscow mule now would be even better you know it's like so in the news right now yeah because russia's taking over Mm -hmm. russia 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe try it again. That one, I feel like that one deserves a reboot for 2018 yeah, or maybe, 2019. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it does. Moscow Mule. I feel like that's so good. Um, yeah, but other hits include um, my ten-year-old. I was a Twix bar. Ah, <gasps> I love that. I just made like a giant Twix sandwich board and I wore it. I was a witch. I think four years in a row, and I just like made my mom buy different black wigs. I just all, that's all I wanted to be. <laughs> I was like, a witch, a witch, a witch, a witch. I was Jasmine when I was in kindergarten. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I had like the costume that has like the fake skin because I wasn't going to like wear a bikini as she does. Too sexual. Full fake skin, fake belly button. Oh my, <laughs> Jas- fake belly button? Yeah, I was like drawn on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so wait, so what was our activity? We did an oh, activity this activity week. activity this week. That was autumnal in nature. And Halloween-y in spirit. Ooky, spooky, ooh, spirit. Ooky, spooky, bing, bang, booky. <laughs> is booky a word? Is that a bad word? No. Oh. What the fuck's booky? Booky. A booky is what's in this cup that my sister sent me. <laughs> That's a dookie. Oh. Um, we did a ghost tour. A ghost tour. Um, I found this on Groupon, and um, it's called New York Ghosts, and it was $25. Um, And so, yeah, we uh, met up in Washington Square Park, and then we went on a tour around the West Village, and we're told some spooky stories. Extra spooky stories. Fun fact, things that I learned. Um, Washington Square Park... Mm has over 20,000 bodies buried Underneath. beneath it. Yeah. To this day, they haven't moved them. I wonder when they like re- <clears throat> when they like move the fountain and stuff, how many they uncovered. Oh, well they said they did. <clears throat> they said that every single time Washington Square Park has been renovated, they have f- uncovered bodies. 
20,000 bodies. Cool because NYU. That, because that part of town used to be a Native American burial ground. Yeah. Um, before Manhattan was Manhattan. colonized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it eventually became a sort of like dumping pit for unmarked, unknown bodies. Yep. For people who died of plagues. Um, for people who died in gang warfare, like Gangs of New York situation stuff. So it was sort of um, tainted ground for a while before the city encroached upon it. And then once it did, the planners were like, what do we do with this grave pit? And they're like... Put a park on it. Yeah. Have the NYU students graduate there. Yeah, we'll put we'll put a dog park there. Yeah, totally makes sense. So now... Um, yeah, so now it's still a graveyard, and it's reportedly haunted. Haunted. I have never seen so many rats. Oh, totally haunted by rats. Totally haunted by... by... They are very active. Yes. Those rats are not scared of people. Nope. Oh, God. Anyway, um, so we met up with a lovely group of random people. Mm-hmm. Lots of, like, New Jersey ladies. Like, New Jersey older ladies. And we had, like, one couple who was not from the States. Yes, lots of animal print. <laughs> lots of animal print. Um, and we had a, I would say, a lovely tour guide. Um, we're going to call him Dylan because I don't want to reveal his real name. I would give him a 6 out of 10. He was informative. But he was very soft-spoken, and when I go on a tour, I like enthusiasm. Yes, he was very soft-spoken. I was like, what? What? (laughs) Dylan, I can't understand you. Dylan, you're going to have to speak up. I also feel like there was no suspense. And in a ghost tour, you need suspense. There was no suspense. There was no suspense. I have so many fond memories of tour guides, and unfortunately, this will not be one. But we still learned some good stuff. Oh, of course we did. We did some. It was a great. uh, Listen, Dylan. Dylan, I thought you did a great job. Yes. But you do need to speak up a little bit louder. Although I will say there is something kind of spooky about somebody who just sort of talks like that. But it wasn't on purpose. I was like, what? So we all sort of had to lean in. Yeah. Um, Uh, But, you know, it was a good. I think it was like a good tour of. The West Village, you like, we learned about some new bars, or sorry, some really old bars mm. that we could go visit. We got some new, I starred some places on my Google Maps. Google Maps. Do you guys do that? Do you do that? Um, I do not do that. It's amazing. I don't remember where things are or what they're called, so I can just, like, put a star on a location in Google Maps, and then I can find it later, and it's amazing. <gasps> I use it all the time. Oh, my god. Would recommend. This Highly. is... This podcast episode is brought to you by Google Maps. Google Maps, Google Stars. Mm-hmm. A star is, a Google star is born. You haven't seen it yet, but you must. No, I haven't. Um, no, but it was, we did. We learned a lot of interesting things. There were many different spooky stops, including the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory, where yeah. hundreds of early 1900s women jumped to their depths. And then... Like, a hundred years later, we had oh, class in that building. Fun fact, NYU, Arielle and I are both NYU grads. I discovered that, I discovered the location of the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory while Googling, while sitting on the ninth floor of the Silver Center, which is 
the old triangle shirt waist factory so i was like wait where what did this building used to be and then i like wikipedia it and it was like the fucking triangle shirt waist factory and then i looked out the window and i was like the those were the windows that yeah. they jumped out of they jumped out of those windows yeah yeah so um all those women died because there was a fire and they locked the doors and it was the birth of like the unions and a lot of great things happened but like these immigrant ladies made a bad investment they didn't make an investment they were forced into this kind of labor because there was no other option. Susie Orman would say that these ladies did not know their value. Oh my God. We're going to talk about Susie Orman on every episode. Yeah. One pair of earrings. <laughs> She's only ever bought one pair of earrings. Um, okay. We also <clears throat> learned that Anderson Cooper purchased a firehouse and lives in an old firehouse yes he did ladies and gentlemen we you're hearing it first here on what would you what (laughs) you're hearing it first here on what do you want to do podcast anderson cooper's apartment is located just south of washington square park in an old house called fire patrol it used to be a firehouse that was all before that was a brothel. Yes. Um, that a lot of law police officers and fire people, they would all frequent. would frequent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a certain uh, madam of this brothel uh, witnessed some shady business oh, and yeah. testified against some of these people in court and, and was never heard she from again. I like to think that she just like booked a one way ticket to Europe. And was like, I gotta get out of here. And just, like, lived the rest of her life chilling in the south of France. Oh, she was mercilessly slain. Okay, Matt and I have um, different perspectives on this, but uh, nobody will ever know for sure. Do you believe in ghosts? Okay. I have never had a personal interaction with a ghost. But I have met a number of people who have convinced me that they have had an interaction with a ghost. I just think I don't have that extra sense or whatever, that mm-hmm. sixth sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sixth sense. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But I think other people do. I I believe it. I think, yes, it's possible. It's possible. It is we possible. We will not be saying that again. Um, I think it's possible, too. Yes. I think that I think that the good Lord works in mysterious ways. I think there is... An incredible amount of mystery happening, yeah. inexplicable. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is life, really? I mean, it is a big old mystery. We like to slap a lot of words on it, say say we know what's going on, but we don't know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's a mystery. We don't know. What came first? We don't know. You love to talk peanut butter. You love to talk peanut butter. Yeah, because it's it's existential. Mm, sure. Um, so, of course, so, like, I don't know what my hands are, okay? Right. So how can I say that ghosts aren't real? Yeah. Ghosts could be real. And also your experience could be real. Your your perception. Perception is everything. What we think that we see is bullshit. Yeah. Because it is see, it is viewed through the lens of our own perception. So exactly. reality it's an is illusion, bullshit. And it's different for everybody. I went really stoned to a children's exhibit about perception and it blew my mind. It was like nothing Whoa. that you see and that you think you know matters because it's not really what's going on. It's just what you think is going on. And that is, you know, through a lens of your own bullshit. They didn't say that, but 
They should have. That was crystal clear. Thank you. It was for children. They couldn't say shit. Children get shit. Everybody shits. Everybody shits. It's the great unifier. It is what grows our plants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I also have heard stories of, from people. I have not that had any... That give me chills. Yeah, me too. I have not heard any... Into, or I have not experienced any sort of like personal... Yeah. Um, encounter. I, have, I haven't had any personal encounters with ghosts. Um, except for that one time I did pottery. But no. anyway... Um, do you, what, do you have any ghost stories? My childhood friend, her grandma, her great grandma was dying. And so they, she was staying with, with her and her mom and all of her sisters came, all the family was there. And one of the sisters is like really into ghosts. And so she was convinced that this great grandma's, all of her relatives were like coming to the house, like help her to the other side. To pick her up. Yeah. One of the women tried to record all of this stuff on like a camera and the batteries would drain. The batteries and all of the devices she was trying to capture the ghost on would just drain. This is a friend of yours. Yes. One of my best friends, Morgan. Hey. Morgan. It was, and I'm talking about now is giving me chills and I wish I remember more of the details, but it was, it, I was a believer. Oh, I just think if you wow. have like somebody who was convinced that they saw ghosts, like I am in, I believe Oh it. Yeah. I have a similar story. Please tell. Um, from my uncle. Okay. Because, and I don't think I would have believed it if it was anybody else. But, like, my uncle mm-hmm. is a healthy skeptic. Um, oh, I love when a healthy skeptic is, like, yeah. shown something yeah. otherworldly that they can't explain. It, yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. So he is skeptical, yes. just like me. Um, and he uh, has this really, really old house in upstate New York. Like, 200 years old. It's out in the country. Um, and it is reportedly haunted. Yes. Um, so he had a, uh, he had an encounter. He was having like a home, like a, what's it called? Homecoming. What's it called when you just get a new house? Housewarming. Homecoming. I was like, what is he saying? (laughs) He had a housewarming party. Um, and he and his friends, he's like a partier. He's a drinker. He's like partying with his friends. Yes. Um, at the house. So he's like, let <laughs> <Yes>. me go. <laughs> Was that clear? He's like, let me, let's go in the basement. He's going to no. show you the basement. So the basement, so this house is like really old and charming, but the basement has, um, I don't know. It's kind of creepy. It's got these brick. All basements are creepy. It's got these big brick, like archways in the basement that used to, I don't know. This feels like the setting for a horror film. It is the setting for a horror film. It's really, really spooky. So they're downstairs and they're looking at the room and his friend freaks out <gasps> and runs up the stairs and runs out the front door. And he comes up and he's like, what, what, what's going on? And his friend was like, I saw something and I think it's best that I don't tell you what I saw. No. No. And my uncle is like, what the fuck? That's the worst thing you could say to somebody. Yes. About their basement. About the basement of the house that they just bought. (laughs) No, no, no. That they just moved into. That's mean. So then, so then, and this is a friend that he, he's like, and my uncle is like, listen, like, I trust this guy. Like, he wouldn't make this shit up, you know, so that, so really, really freaked him out. So, um... A, a, a couple of months go by, go by, and he gets a knock on his door, and it's a ghost hunter. No. And she shows up to the house. She was like, do you mind if we come into the house? We've heard some stories about this house. Like, there's a lot of paranormal activity. Do you mind if we, like, come into the house and, like, do... 
what some we investigation. Do. So she did a thing with all those meters and whatever yes. and cameras where she was taking pictures. And when she was in the living room, the camera stopped working. Yes. Um, and then she printed them out later and it was like snow orbs. So many orbs. It was ridiculous. The orbs is always, they're like, that's the ghost. The Those orb, the you see the orb? But, but like she thought the camera wasn't working and then it took picture and it was just like a snow, snow, snow orbs. It was so creepy. Um, anyway, she also said he, he, he's got these big fields out around him. Um, and there's this little like grove of apple trees that sort of juts out into the field by his house. And she said out there, if you dig down six feet, there's a body. No. And then later he found, um, a gravestone out there no. in that exact same spot down on the ground that just says mother on it. Okay. Holy shit. Yes. But back to the friend. Yes. Did he ever tell him what he saw? So months later, <gasps> the friend finally tells him what he saw. And he says when he was down there, he saw a man laying on a table being tortured by two men in white lab coats with like sharp instruments he was tied down to this table and he was being tortured. That's mm. what he saw. That's insane. Turns out. No. This house. No. They did a little digging. The history of it, it was, it used to be a funeral home. <gasps> and in the basement was where they had, they embalmed the bodies. Oh. So like, it all lined up that like he had a vision of like, what the house used to be like he like they were like the ghost undertakers embalming a body which they would tie to a table and you know hit stab with sharp instruments thankfully that body is no longer living but right right of course had a a vision of that is like a ghost dead body (gasps) and an undertaker how weird is that so 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 spooky see i just think it's possible that made me a believer I'm really relieved that I haven't had any interactions. I just don't think I can handle it. I'm not interested. Oh, I don't think I can handle it I'm not interested in it. Yeah, I'm not interested in it either. I think that if there were ghosts in New York City, I would never notice them. Because my radiator clicks. My There's construction. There's construction. I can hear all of my neighbors at all time. If there was a ghost, I would just be like... Shut up. Stop having loud sex. Yeah, I would be like, I'm walking it. Yeah, I agree with that. There's not, like, I, I don't think I would, or I wouldn't put two and two together that it was a ghost. No. I mean, mm-hmm. the only ghosts that happen in New York City are the ones on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Dating in New York is Dating a hellscape. Dating in New York. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're not talking about that. We don't need to scare you that much, okay? It's a nightmare. Um, yeah, this was fun. I feel like it'll be fun even after Halloween, because it doesn't feel, like, super spooky it feels like informative and historical in a fun way not in like a boring way it really was magical yeah i enjoyed it i will say it was cold so get hat gloves you're walking around for like an hour and a half two hours yes you're gonna be outside for a long time so dress accordingly and matt and i got hot chocolate before the tour which was delightful i finished mine before we started yeah she guzzled it you know what? I feel like it would be a good, a good date. Cause like I have had so many drinks and dinner dates, not even dinner, just drink dates. Yeah. This is a fun activity. That's different. Ghost tours are fun and sexy. Fun. Yeah. P 
People hook up at funerals all the time because it's life affirming. Death is the most life affirming thing there is. Go on a ghost tour. Fuck your Tinder date. Yes. Nothing makes me hornier than my mortality. Death is inescapable. So you might as well make it cute. You might as well embrace it. And on that, we leave you. Till next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>